Welcome to another episode of Snakerik Enarsk for Radio Nova. In today's episode, Sally and Eva will discuss the rise of female scammers and why everyone wants to talk about them. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Snakerik Enarsk. Today you've got me, Sally, in the studio and I'm joined by the lovely... <laughs> Me, Eva. Although I wouldn't say we're too joined. We're actually sat on opposite sides of the studio with a glass in between <laughs> us because technical errors as ever. So, yeah, um, yeah very well, enjoyable though. Talking still. about people grafting today. So maybe that's a good introduction. Yeah. Um, and we're talking particularly <laughs> about female grafters um, and the rise of the female scammer. So Eva, I don't know about you, but I have seen a lot, a lot of shows and information about female scammers popping up everywhere at the moment. Yeah, they seem to be everywhere. TikTok, mm. Netflix shows, it's like YouTube. Everyone's got an opinion on them and everyone wants to hear about them. So I think we'd be doing the topic of this service if we didn't talk about it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So we're going to be chatting a little bit about this rise, how they came to prominence. Because why, why the female scammer? I think that's one of the things. Mm. So we're going to be chatting some stories, sharing some opinions, and maybe even chucking in some philosophy with a little discussion about the morality. So I'm yeah. very glad I've got you today with me to yeah. join along. I'm a philosophy student, for those who didn't know, so I'm very <laughs> excited for that. Yeah, so we're going to have some proper opinions, <laughs> it's not just me. Yeah, no, no lies here. So I think it's very important to start this discussion with who is the female scammer, Sally? Well, Eva, I can give you quite a few off the top of my head. So we've got Anna Delvey, Elizabeth Holmes, Caroline... Uh, Car oh my gosh, I've lost my voice there. Caroline... Cal this is a bit of a strange but Caroline Cal Calloway there we go we got there in the end um, we've also got some other kind of like Belle Gibson kind of we've got some various films coming up we've got Hustlers 2019 released massive blockbuster success with uh, Jennifer Lopez the star role uh, rather fun that one yeah that is quite fun so yeah I think maybe it's not just who is female scammers but why how many of them do we have yeah we seem to have a lot at the moment mm. <laughs> at the moment there seems to be tons <laughs> no but there just seems to be a lot of attention being given to them yeah and I don't know if you watched the Anna Delvey one but I just found the whole thing so like, you can kind of see why we're so attracted to them because it's just the audacity of it and I think I think people are like warming to that at the moment. Um, so Anna Delvey is a fake German heiress who scammed like hundreds and thousands yeah. and millions of pounds from different people across New York. I have the stats here. It was $200,000 um, she managed to get just by saying she was a German heiress. I think it's more than that, you know. Mm. Uh, maybe. Because I, having watched the series, mm -hmm. the stuff she was doing cost about, I'm sure some of the hotels cost like £10,000 yeah. a night. I guess this is only two hotel stays, basically. Yeah. Then. But it was it's pretty insane, the relationship mm. she forms with people. And she effectively just has such confidence in what she's saying that the people that behind the desk also just sort of have to fall, fall, have, like, follow this confidence. And she ends up scamming friends, hotels, pretty much everyone around her out of yeah. the money. And scams them not just with her money, but also she's kind of like misportrays her identity. Um, and we're given this completely different person than the one yeah. she actually is really and I love her accent too <laughs> well actually it's weird you mentioned accent because that's one of the things that comes up a lot with Elizabeth Holmes mm. who is another um fraud stuff where I'm chatting about today because one of the facts I learned about her in the research for this show is she changed her voice did she because she did some research and found out that women were taking more seriously with low voices so I've heard that yeah, you know she developed she went to a vocal coach and she just changed like it's not just changing her appearance you literally inside out 
but yeah. commitment to the role. <laughs> commitment to the fraud. Um, so Elizabeth Holmes, a little bit of background for you. Uh, she founded a medical company, Thanos, um, which she claims a breakthrough in kind of medical invention. It was a blood test that could kind of detect all diseases. Wasn't true. Um, but yeah, she had a lot of investors in this. Lots yeah. of poor Americans kind of thinking, you know, their lives were going to get and better. And it said that it could detect cancer at really early, yeah. early stages and it was really accessible. And I actually read she dropped out of Harvard to pursue this, like, to create this company, which mm. I find crazy because if she knows it's all based on a false premise, it's just the audacity to think that she'll be able to fake it till she makes it, like, which effectively she did, but of course that's going to come crashing down yeah. on you. Well, it was the big promises as well. It wasn't yeah. just like, you know, you should check, pick up cold. She was literally, like you're saying, detecting cancer yeah. from like a prick of blood. And also you'd think that's kind of odd because that's obviously such a serious issue mm. that everyone would put very, like, it really inspect what's going on there yeah. and check everything quite thoroughly, much more thoroughly than perhaps like a person setting up a fake fashion designer brand which has actually really shoddy quality fashion or something like that. Um, it's one of those things that you're just like, how did you think you were going to get away with that in the first place? Yeah, and I, I watching Anna Delvey as well. I thought that, like, uh, she's like, run it again, run it again. <laughs> no, but I think that's part of the thing that attracts us. Um, we're going to go into this a little bit later yeah. as well. But it is just this audacity. Um, another person who, not quite as recent, was probably more twenty nineteen start of the pandemic. Mm. Have you heard of Caroline Calloway? Yes, I yeah. have. Okay. Yeah, her very, snake oil. Yes, yeah, <laughs> very Instagram popular. Um, for those of you in the know, um, and she is kind of not quite the same level of these women um mm. again a very audacious character yeah um she sold tickets to an event to meet her for i think it was 165 dollars 185 dollars pretty pretty pricey yeah and it was supposed to be like a two-day all-inclusive you know breakfast included you were gonna sit with caroline she was gonna tell you her life secrets her life stories um and it turned out it was just in her flat and she gave them <laughs> tupperwares with literal just like salad bags um, in them. It's bad because the thing with that one is is it's an awful experience, mm. but it's like whether it's actually fraud in that case yeah. because, yes, you're paying an, an insane amount, but she probably didn't. She probably said, yeah, you're going to come meet me and we're going to have some food, and she delivered on both those things. Like <laughs> You reckon? Some, some salad? <laughs> I'd happily <laughs> pay $165 for that experience. No, but she also has the snake oil, mm. and I think she charged... I think it was $75 for a small bottle of skincare oil, basically. That was meant to be like a youth elixir mm-hmm. and basically to keep you young forever. And um, she even released the ingredient list. Um, and obviously you That's can consult the ingredient list yeah. and it's effectively like this main ingredient is an oil you can buy from your local store for like $4. So it's just you your your persona tries to like go beyond the thing mm. you're actually offering which i think is the case with her um and she also didn't she say she was going to write books yeah so this is i'm actually such a caroline calloway fan um <laughs> well, not a fan but I, I love the woman um she said she was going to write a book um she basically she started off with this instagram account it got really popular she was describing her time as an american exchange student in um one of the oxbridge universities um, and then she got this book deal and never wrote the book, but she took all the money from it. And it also turned out 
she'd been paying she no she did wasn't even paying she was just getting one of her friends to write all the posts that made it and she'd been buying followers as well she is such a the more you get into her yeah just the more complex it gets yeah. i guess i think that's a lot of case with a lot of scammers as well the intricacy of their lies yeah. and like the web the web they build it's literally a web of lies so it's actually quite difficult to untangle if you're just one yeah. little point in that whole web i think i saw that with um because i did also watch you know tinder swindler yes and he I, is I he's in Norway. A, yes so one of the women who was scanned um, is Norwegian and she actually got scammed while she met him at the Hotel Continental which whenever I go by I'm like <laughs> um, popular knowledge but he has he created an, in, an insane web as well and mm. I think it's more explicitly split, like played out in that documentary because it's saying how like he was asking for money from one of his girlfriends whilst he was using that money to fund the private jet to, to get a new girlfriend mm. who was going to pay for the money for his ne- so it's just ins- I, I don't have to have the brain capacity like <laughs> Is it that, like, do you really want, I don't understand the motivation behind it. I think it must be some sort of personality defect of some sort to just want to have that power and fame and that thirst to want to get anything, no matter what the cost is, just kind of skewed into illegal fraud. Yeah, no, definitely. I think sometimes as well, it's you get the vibe that these people just got themselves in deeper than they meant to. Jacket. Yeah, well, I think with Caroline Calloway in particular, I think because it wasn't the same scale as the others. Mm. She was a small time Instagram influencer who kind of just made a couple of mistakes. I mean, Elizabeth Holmes, I don't think you could claim that was a mistake. Yeah. She, she tried to sell cancer curing drugs. Um, but yeah, maybe more so. It's actually interesting looking at these three what, these three mm. cases we've got because Anna Delvey was all about, she just wanted her, she wanted to form this like art institute really and create this like. She wanted fame. Really. Yeah, she wanted yeah. fame and prestige and money. Um, Elizabeth Holmes wanted to create. She wanted to be a business tycoon. She was yeah. being compared to like Steve Jobs, which I find that one a more confusing reason as to why to want to be fraudulent. Because you're trying to. She was trying to do good for the world. Yeah. Um, well, not really. In the end, it turned out. No. But, but that's a really. And then Caroline Calloway just seems to have wanted to make money fast mm. using a platform that seemed quite artificial and quite easy to get that money. So they all seem to have slightly different motivations behind it, but all using the very, like pretty much the same methods, just yeah. to different scales and to different people. Oh, well, thank you for that recap there, Eva. Yeah, I no think worries. It leads us perfectly onto the next segment. But now we're going to chat a bit about why and what has led these women um, to scamming. Yeah, why we like them and yeah. why they've done that in the first place. True, there we go. Good clarification. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, one of the things that kind of came up when we were talking about this is these are primarily all American scammers. So we have a way longer list than the one we've gone over with you. Yeah. We were going through and they were just, it was American, 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 like yeah. it carried on. Um, and we were chatting a little bit about one of the factors could maybe be this idea of the American dream. Mm. And the idea of like going to a big city, mm. New York, anyone can make it in New York if they put in enough hours. Yeah. Um, and... I think that's quite clear with Anna Delvey's story that I saw. She had come from quite a poor background, had come from Russia post, I think it was post-Cold War, um, and had moved here with her family and always felt like an outsider. So I think her life goal was to be incorporated properly and respected by American society and work her way to the top. And the way she could do that, because I think the American dream is pretty misleading and it's pretty much only open to the privileged, um, with a few exceptions who always make the news, but... (laughs) I think she saw the way yeah. to do that Donald as through. Trump anyone, <laughs> yeah, but... he got a small loan from his parents <laughs> of like hundred million dollars. But anyway, um, 
I think she saw the way to do that was by manipulation and manipulation of the truth around pe- of people around her and her circumstance, which, I mean, I think that feeds into why we like them, which we'll discuss yeah. later. No, because I think also one of the things is America is a society with inequality, which is kind of very firmly protected. Like, they don't have an equal rights amendment between women and men. That has never come into action in America. They voted against it. Oh, um, it was such a group of women um, who led the vote against the equal rights. America's full of contradictions. Yeah. I honestly could talk for hours about it because <laughs> it's just, it's also called like the land of the free and equal. Yeah. Where's so, the where's the inequality? <laughs> yeah, where's the equality? Um, yeah, so this inequality between men and women potentially could be one of the contributing factors. Um, like the rate, what would you, the gender pay gap in mm-hmm. America, I think, is kind of one of the most severely pronounced. Um, so maybe that's one of the things that's driving women to do it. It's the fact that they can't get taken seriously in the boardroom and that they need this money kind of that little bit more. Yeah, I actually think, um, who was it? Anna Delvey. Sorry, mm. I didn't keep coming back to her, but no, she's the I'm one I remember most. But in the TV programme, she goes to a bank with her mm-hmm. plan and wants to get, get a loan out to support her plan. And she tries to do this kind of like, I mean, it's not that legal because she's like making up how much money she's got behind it. But until she went and got all these... So she wants to create this like Anna Delvey Foundation, which is like an art foundation. And until she goes and gets a male architect, a male chef, all these specialists in their areas, she has very little credibility. And I wonder like how that would compare to a man's experience of going to get that loan or something similar. Well, there is that like statistic about women are a lot less likely to apply for jobs um, that they yes. don't think they're qualified for, and I think slightly different. But we can maybe see like this link here with scamming, where it's like women just can't go through the traditional ways. Like they kind of. But I also think, rogue. yeah, no, that is true. But also, I because there is that it's like men are more likely to apply for a yes. role they're underqualified for, mm-hmm. um, whereas you. women will have to have the qualification for it in order to be mm-hmm. f- feel confident enough to uh, to apply for it um and i think i actually this is one of the reasons again why we almost no we like warm to female scammers than more than male scammers because they are literally they have no qualifications for what they're doing yet they're still pushing to be a chosen in that field if you know what i mean so like it's almost like an extreme of that yeah. applying for a job with no qualifications it's applying for your lifestyle with no qualifications because i think one of the things that i've seen online it's this idea of a girl boss moment. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> girl like, boss gatekeep. Whoa, you know, they just scams. Um, and I kind of think... That's, get that bag, queen. Get that bag. <laughs> exactly. Because uh, maybe a little bit of a definition. A girl boss... Um, I got this off, I think, Urban Dictionary. So, please, very, very um, yeah, reliable facts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a woman in control, taking charge of her own circumstances in work and life. Someone who knows her worth and won't accept anything left. Um, yes. You've got a couple girl bosses in the studio today. <laughs> so, this is like a big movement, kind of end of the 2000s, start of the 2010s. Um, and it was kind of this idea of women hustling and just making themselves make it. And actually, I think the girl, female scammer, female scammer. That's an interesting thing. Why is it a female scammer and a girl boss? Um, Because they're not completely equated. But like, why why are the girls? Um, Oh, I see. Yeah, Yeah. sorry. As in why are they now just girls? I got you. Uh, Sorry. Um, (laughs) But the rise of the female scammer kind of represents the end of the girl boss moment um, because they're representing the opposite. The idea that you don't have to grind and hustle to have it all. You can just get rich, um, rich simply quick. by lying, which yeah. maybe links into like our obsession with Instagram and like that kind of projected reality. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I do think with that is that 
I think it's a lot of work to put mm-hmm. these scams together. I mean, obviously, it's far less work than well in in the case in the case of um, what's her name, Elizabeth Holmes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, hers is less work than if she'd actually come up with this amazing technology. Yeah. In the case of Anna Delvey, it's no less work. Really, it's probably more work because she she wasn't born into that wealth. Whereas someone who was born into that wealth probably could do all the things she did at that time and wouldn't have to put the work in of co- constantly keeping up this pre- pretense. Yeah. Um, but I do think it is an interesting correlation between the two. And, like, yeah. The rise of the micro-influencer, which we kind of see with Caroline Calway, mm. came after the girl boss movement. Yeah. And I've kind of seen that as an extension of the scamming and her infatuation with like people like Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Who promotes a lot of products which are absolute nonsense, like diet lollipops and yeah, I know. things like that. Um, so I always think those two is kind of like... I don't know, the way they lead into each other um, is very interesting. Yeah, I think girlboss culture definitely mm. complements um, female scamming. Yeah. I also Quite. think um, one of the... Because one of the... Oh, my gosh. Um, one thing <laughs> that I found interesting is that normally female criminals are a lot more harshly judged by society. Yeah. So it's why, like, a female murderer, like, I think of a couple of the Myra Hindley and people like that, and the level of public outrage against them was way, way higher than against, like, their male counterparts and things. Yeah. So... Why Why are we loving the female scammer? I think it probably plays off into that. If a, if a female murderer is judged more harshly than a man, it's probably because it's going against this notion. It's more shocking yeah. of like our traditional conceptions of women as like social carers who are very nurturing. Whereas, and, and that's seen as a very negative thing. But as we're coming into like this age of equality, I think seeing girls scam the men who are in charge or the dominant power structures in society and making a kind of name for them in a way that a man would before mm. um it kind of fits more into this new this new line of like feminism that we yeah. want to fit into and so it just creates this kind of like fascination with these like they they, they like there's actually no denying that they are strong females in mm-hmm. the sense that they are completely audacious in what they do yeah they definitely passed the best jail test best male best jail test yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um so I think it's just the type of crime mm. they're committing, to be honest. I think all other crimes sort of, it degrades femininity yeah. and then this one kind of like empowers it in a sense. It's not seen as serious scamming. Like we saw, we yeah. were talking a little bit the reactions to the Chinder Swindler um, and yeah. how like victims of scams are kind of seen as gullible and they're often blamed. Yeah. She's really, you never blame, well, you might blame a murder, murder victim, um, sadly, <laughs> seen that a couple of times. But um I think with female, like, with scam victims, um, it's kind of seen as your own fault. Like, yeah. these banks were stupid is the message we're getting from these. Yeah, I think that is the overarching sort of opinion on things. And I think we should, folk, like, with the morality, when we assess the morality of it later, that would be, like, a really important point to bring in mm-hmm. because it's not just... I think it's quite easy to focus on these dominant females and assess, like, how, like, exciting it is to study and analyse them and think about the different, like dynamics they play within our society but also you forget sometimes there's people who are actually the victim of these things and they actually are important victims that deserve to properly be considered no i think yeah our love for an underdog sometimes needs to be a little (laughs) bit a little bit toned down yeah 